1: Welcome back in the third and final hour of the program here on Tuesday morning. And if you want to call in and talk more about the NIP ban, 508-996-0500, that is the number to call in. You can also send app chat messages on the WBSM app. You can also send open line voicemails on the WBSM app. And I think that um, people are naturally suspicious anyway when something like this gets put on a board or a commission agenda that, you know, they they already know what they're doing. We can go and have this public hearing, but they already know what they're doing. They already have made up their mind. They're not going to listen to what we say. And it turns out that at least one person is claiming that that's the case and is looking to file an ethics complaint over it. So we'll see how that goes. But for now... There is a NIP ban in New Bedford that will go on the book, so all that will go into effect uh, around the beginning of November. So we can talk more about that. We can get into the story that I have at WBSM.com and on the app about the diversity flag that had to be removed from a little free diverse library in Rochester that sits on the town library property, but the... Library administration cited the town's new flag policy as the reason for taking it down, yet the flag policy only covers town-owned flagpoles. And this little flag, you know, like the little one that's on a wooden dowel, like you get an American flag and you stick it in the ground on a grave where you kids hold it on a parade. It's the same idea. It's a diversity flag on one of those little, little dowels. And that was coming out of the little diverse free library, little free diverse library. And... The library administration said you have to take that down. And so now the decision will lay in the hands of the board of trustees at their September 14th meeting and they will decide whether or not to adopt the town's flag policy. But I think that it's, it's, they're not going to be able to just adopt the town's flag policy and put that into effect and say, now you can't put a flag on your library on your little free library. They're going to have to say, well, we're going to craft our own flag policy because the the town flag policy wouldn't cover that diversity flag because it wasn't on a town-owned flagpole. It says a, a, a pole owned and maintained by the, by the town of Rochester, and, and it's the library, Little Free Diverse Library, is owned and maintained by Tritown Against Racism. So th- there's some question there about whether or not this is following the policy or whether or not this is infringing on the First Amendment rights of Tritown Against Racism's members. five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. Good morning. You were on WBSM.
2: Hi, Tim. How are you? Um, I have incomplete information, but I have a question about, I read, I get my news off my phone, that there were two companies, turbine companies, and they sounded foreign in name, but it said that they were withdrawing from Massachusetts and Rhode Island projects. Yes. Have you heard anything about that?
1: Yes. So what they're doing is they're withdrawing from the contracts that they had entered into so that they can, and they'll pay a penalty for doing so. And then what will happen is they can renegotiate the contracts because the price of things have gone up since they signed those contracts. So it's, it's, it's more um, cost effective for them to pay the penalty and get out and renegotiate than it would be to try to go forward with the project under the previously agreed dollar figures.
2: was was one of them related to well what New Bedford was hoping for here
1: or you nope, think they that's the one the one in New Bedford is being done by Vineyard Wind, so oh, that that's okay. that's still ongoing. Um, this was going to be the contract for the next one because what oh. they're doing is they're they're pay, they're spreading out how often they let these these developments happen, and so there's a bidding process to be the next developer, and so this is the company that was the next developer. Oh,
2: okay. Thank you very much.
1: No problem. Have a good day. Yeah. The um, the offshore wind farm that's being built off the coast of Martha's Vineyard is being built. That is not being affected by this. And in which case, you know, New Bedford is still the staging ground for that. So that's still ongoing and you'll see more and more components come through as time goes on. You've already seen some of them. And so this is going to be continued. And you're starting to see the effect of having some of those workers come into the city and spend money. And infuse cash into local businesses. And that's only going to grow as time goes on. 508-996-0500. 5089960500 um mary certainly kicked off some app chatters and some comments there uh, people people pointing out that she she said she wasn't going to call again but she called see you can never stay you can never stay away you can never stay away from me as much as i might frustrate you and drive you nuts i'm i'm kind of cute i'm i'm somewhat funny i guess i provide information People may call me entertaining. So, of course, you're going to come back. And, of course, you're going to call again. And we love hearing from you. 508-996-0500. And, yes, we will get have that listener get together. We're going to work on where we're going to hold it. Um, what I would ask is this, is this is not a formal RSVP in any way. So don't feel like you're beholden to it. But if you would plan on attending a listener get together, do me a favor, send me an email, tim at wbsm.com or send me an app chat message and let me know that you would be there if we had one. Then I can get kind of a rough idea of a headcount of where we need to hold this because I'd hate to get a huge place and only a small group of people show up and I'd hate to get a small place and a huge group of people show up. So just give me a rough idea. And uh, what we'll do is we'll try to find the place And we'll plan it for an evening. I know Jessica Machado definitely wants to be part of it. We've been having conversations about it. Um, She said she had been talking with some listeners about it, that they had also expressed an interest in doing something similar. So she will definitely be there. We will make sure if it's not on a night that she would have off anyway because of a Patriots game or anything else, we'll make sure that we give her the night off so that she can be there. And we'll get everybody else, Chris and Marcus and Barry and we'll invite Ken and Brian and Everybody that's on the air here. And then, of course, all of you. We want to see all of you come out and meet each other. And we want to know who you are. Don't just come and hide in the corner. Come on over and say, I'm the person that always calls and says this. And that's uh, that's why we got to start asking people for names so that when we have this listener mixer, people know who it is that they're seeking out, who they want to speak to, who they want to meet. And you don't have to use your real name, just the name that you want us to use on the radio. A nom de plume, as they say. A pseudonym. Pseudo- yes. So if you if you give us some kind of name, then people will know who they're looking for. But Mary, I can tell you right now, I think you're going to be the most sought after person out of anybody there. Seanine was already asking about you. At 50s night, she wanted to know if you had shown up. And I know Shawnee said she'll be there too. So I think, we'll, uh, I think we'll have a lot of fun when we get together for that. But if you're going to go, I want to know that you're going to go. Send me that email, Tim at WBSM.com, or send me an app chat message. Also um, got a message from DSY saying, hey, Tim, have you heard from Kate Robinson at all? Well, Kate just left recently for Vietnam. So she had a lot of things that she had to you know, wrap up. Obviously, when you move into another country. You got a lot of things that you got to wrap up. So she's in the process of getting settled over there. And then once she is settled, I am sure she'll be calling in probably, you know, either to me or, or more likely to Chris and Marcus, just based on the timing of what time it is over in Vietnam. So as much as I would love to have her have a, you know, the Kate Robinson show at night, it wouldn't work because I'd be in the middle of the middle of the morning for her. So, but the, um, I can tell you that uh, she is getting settled and she will definitely reach out. She wants to talk to all of you once she gets settled over there. 508-996-0500. So the NIP ban, again, will go into effect November 1st or around that, around November 1st, just in time for the election. And Mayor Mitchell is, of course, running for re-election, but he's also decided that he is going hard at Litter. He is going hard at what people look at and perceive as New Bedford being a dirty city. And as he's mentioned many times, it's come a long way from where it was before, but there's still a long ways to go. And that's why he's fought for things like making sure that people aren't dumping trash, that people aren't coming in from surrounding communities and dumping trash, that people aren't putting things outside their houses that aren't getting picked up. I know the caller earlier complained about the height of grass on some properties in the city, but they actually have a problem property ordinance. They actually have a an ordinance that requires grass to be cut. There's, there's all kinds of things on the books to make sure that people are keeping the outsides of their homes clean, that they're keeping people from hanging around outside and, and causing litter and that they're making sure that people are responsible for their properties. And while it's not perfect, it is improved. So it seems, and now with the creation sometime in the next year or so of the the phone line that you can call to report litter and vandalism and things like that, we, we have a serial vandalist going on right now. I say that just based on my own observations, not from the police confirming because I haven't asked them yet about it, but there is someone going around tagging vehicles and buildings and all of that with the same, and I'm not going to. Name him, I'm not going to give him That spotlight But it's happening And also I think you've got People starting to show more pride Themselves Now there's still a lack of that in a lot of places There's still a lack uh, in, In a lot of situations There's still a lack of people caring enough To step up And not only take care of their own trash But maybe pick up some of others as well But you're starting to see more and more people say, you know what? I'm fed up with it. If nobody else is going to do it, I'm going to do it. And I mentioned this a few times, but I have a friend who made it a point in 2023 to go out every day and collect a trash bag full of garbage. One of those 30-gallon black trash bags. She goes out with one every day and fills it with garbage while she's on her morning walk. And she might have to go back in the afternoon. She might have to get in the car and drive to a different place to take her walk. But she went out she invested in a little stick with the spike on it and she's been filling up a trash bag every day. And if more people did that, it makes a difference. But that only alleviates the symptom. It doesn't alleviate the problem. The problem is making people care enough not to drop that trash in the first place. Now, we'll never be trash-free. As I mentioned before, stuff's going to you know, fall out of somebody's car, come out of somebody's barrel, and it's going to blow around and get caught up here and caught up there. That's going to happen. But when you still have people with want and disregard for the appearance of where they live who will walk out and just throw something on the ground is mind-boggling. And all the people who say, well, I I, I never would litter, but then they flick their cigarette butts out the car window or drop it on the sidewalk as they're walking down the street. You're just as bad. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Hello, you're on the air. Uh, There you are. Yes.
2: Hi, good morning. It's
1: on your mind. Hello, hi Tim. I got a bad connection here. Oh, okay. Can you hear me now? I'll call you back. Okay, that works. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll take a quick break, and uh, you can call back on the other se- call back during the break, and I'll get you right back on on the other. side. All right. Let's go right back to the phones. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Good morning, Tim. There we go. That sounds much better.
2: You know what happened? I connected my phone to my car yesterday. I had it done. Oh. And I didn't realize that when you're in the car and you call on your phone, it automatically goes to the in the car. <laughs> oh, okay. You know, us seniors, um, talking about the litter, it just pisses me off in plain English. You know what I do when I'm out? I throw the stuff on the floor of my car.
1: You throw it on the floor of your car?
2: Yeah, and then when I get home, I put it in the garbage.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
2: You know what I mean? What's, what's the big deal about it? Why throw it out the window? I don't, I, I, it,
1: I don't know why anybody would do that anyway, when if you get caught, you're going to be paying a fine.
2: Yeah, but they don't get caught, because I've never seen a cop pulling anybody over for that. Yeah. They should. You know what I say also? yeah, I'm sure you feel the same way. I like to see their houses. If they live like that, how is their houses? It must be a
1: mess. Or, or their houses are immaculate, because they just throw all their trash out the window.
2: Maybe their <laughs> yards are they're... a little
1: messy, but I'm sure the inside's beautiful.
2: Yeah. All right. We've Nice talking to you, hon. Likewise.
1: You yeah, have a good okay. day. And I, I think that that is, you know, that's something that is a is part of the litter problem, but not all of it is people throwing things out the window. Uh, I think the bigger problem is that people just drop stuff. All that, like diapers. How many times have you been out on a walk or something and seen a diaper? I don't know that somebody threw a diaper out the window, right? Because it's hard to change a, a baby's diaper while you're driving. So that means that they pulled over and opened the door and dropped that dirty diaper out there. They actually had the forethought to have to open the door and drop it. It wasn't just like one of those reactionary things like, oh, this diaper stinks, throw it out the window. No, they opened the door and dropped it out there. Like, that's what I've never understood. When my son was a baby... And if you had to change the diaper in the car and there was no way to throw it away, we had bags in the car that you just put it in, you put it in the trunk. And I know it's not going to make your trunk smell good, but you put it in the trunk until you find a trash barrel. You don't just drop it wherever you are. But that's, I guess that's the difference between, you know, having consideration for others and consideration for our environment versus... Feeling like the world revolves around you, and therefore you should be able to use it as your private dumping ground. 508 996 0500. We can talk more with you on the other side of the news, but right now it is time to go into the
3: WBSM newsroom with Adam Bass. The blistering heat wave that's been hitting the Southwest for weeks is expanding towards the middle of the country. It's likely to bring temperatures towards 100 degrees to several Midwest states this week, while the East Coast could see its hottest weather for the summer. Tens of millions of Americans remain under heat alerts. The White House says President Biden was never in business with his son, Hunter Biden. That's what Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre told reporters on Monday. Her statement was in response to allegations claiming a Ukrainian energy executive paid millions in bribes to Biden and his son during the president's time in the Obama administration. A big rally is being held in Times Square this morning for actors and actresses on strike. Members of the SAG-AFTRA union are gathering at 9.30 Eastern for what's being called the Rock the City for a Fair Contract Rally. They walked off the job nearly two weeks ago over wages and compensation disputes between the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers, which represents networks, studios, and streaming services. Leaders from other local state and unions are expected to join in the rally. The cost for Spotify's premium subscriptions are going up. The music streaming service announced a premium individual subscription will now cost $10.99 a month, an increase of a dollar. Meanwhile, premium duo subscriptions will jump two bucks to $14.99 a month, and premium family will now cost $16.99 a month. Premium student subscriptions will see an increase of dollar to $5.99. IRS agents will no longer show up at people's homes and businesses unannounced. The agency announced Monday that it's ending the practice and will now send letters to schedule meetings. IRS Commissioner Danny Werfel said showing up unannounced has created stress for taxpayers already wary of possible scams and for IRS agents who don't know what to expect when showing up. The NFL suspending Denver Broncos player for gambling. On Monday, the league announced Broncos defensive end Enyoma Owazaki. O- Orike will, will be suspended indefinitely for betting on NFL games during the 2022 season. Uwazurike will be able to petition for reinstatement in July of 2024. As a rookie last season, Uwazurike has played in eight games for the Broncos after the team drafted him in the fourth round out of Iowa State. And the late singer Tony Bennett could be honored with his own special Remembrance Day. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer of New York says his fellow New Yorkers deserve a special day and is proposing August 3rd, which would have been Tony Bennett's 97th birthday. Schumer called Bennett a true American icon whose music touched the lives of millions of people around the world. In sports, the Red Sox are getting ready to play against the Atlanta Braves tonight at Fenway Park. First pitch is at 7.10 p.m. And now here's your ABC6 local weather forecast.
1: We'll expect a mixture of some sun and clouds throughout the day. We'll be reaching a high of 84, but we do have about a 20% chance of catching a spot shower or thunderstorm. I think most of those will graze by us or stay mostly to the north, but we'll be clearing out after about 8 o'clock tonight. Overnight tonight, humid and partly cloudy, low of 70, and for tomorrow turning up the heat, mostly sunny and humid, high of 85. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Skylar Spindler on New Bedford's News Talk Station 1420 WBSM.
3: It is currently 74 degrees right now, and- New Bedford. I'm Adam Bass, WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's news talk station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts and podcasts with the WBSM app.
2: You are listening to the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM.
4: Oh, how melodic.
1: If you want to call in and chime in We're talking about the litter problem And we're talking about the NIP ban That was approved last night by the New Bedford Licensing Board It will be challenged by at least one person uh, As reported In the New Bedford Light There was Mark Custodio, who is a salesperson with a wine and spirit distribution company, who said after the meeting that he would bring an ethics complaint against the licensing board, claiming that the decision was made in discussions outside the meeting. He also said that he would file a records request for all communications between the three board members and the mayor. So again, this is a situation where the item was on the agenda to be discussed. Uh, More than 100 people were jammed into the room and spilling into the hallway in the third floor of the public library, according to Arthur Hirsch's reporting. And that there was about 45 minutes during which 12 people in the room stepped to the podium to have their say. Eight against the ban and four in favor. And Arthur reports that it the crowd seemed to be on the side of the people who were against it. So that... Sentiment is there in the room, yet the board still decides to ban nip bottles. So, Councillor Abreu mentioned in, in this and other stories that if people want to voice their opposition to it, if they want to try to do something about it, that they could organize a petition to get a question on the ballot, and that could be a binding question that would be, that would supersede, I would assume, the licensing board decision. That they could put this question, you know, do you support the licensing board's decision to ban, I don't know, the, the lawyers and election officials will determine what the language needs to be. But someone could get this question on the ballot this year if they can go out and collect, I don't know, we'll, we'll say just under 4,000 signatures to be safe. Between now and, what did Catherine say she had, till the end of August? So if that's the case, do you? and if there is such an overwhelming sentiment, I, th- I think you could get that many voters to sign a petition. I think you could get that many voters to sign that before time runs out. You could start by having a petition drive outside of liquor stores. Just be careful. Remember, not everybody that goes into a liquor store is a resident of that town or a registered voter. So don't get excited if you get, you know, 5,000 signatures, if 4,000 of them are <laughs> useless for you. But, you know, look at how it's worked for for Catherine and Paul's movement, that they've just gone outside of supermarkets and they were outside at 50s night and they were able to, they're, they're getting really close to having the numbers in either, about 1,000 away. And they should be able to get that. So it can be done if somebody wants to, Take it upon themselves to do so and i'm sure that the liquor store owners will mobilize and, and work together to try to get something like that done 508-996-0500 you're next on wbsm
4: hey good morning my friend how's it going
1: hey
4: i never got to make it over to you uh last thursday night i got there early my friends got there a little just before the presentation and with the mayor running late and one of my friends um disabled person wasn't feeling well and uh so I never got to go over there and harass any of you And I never put, got to put my name in For the James Taylor ticket So yeah, I was I mean, kind of bummed but it was a great night we, we,
1: we, we were definitely missing you Coming over and harassing us for sure
4: I know I know I mean listen Everybody's getting used to it And, and I'm like wait a minute That's been my MO since like junior high school Two visits in a row if I don't harass you Instigate or aggravate you Something's wrong you're running a temperature
1: or I'm setting you up Right I'd, I'd be waiting for the other shoe to drop Yeah hey question
4: um, the um, the British um, artist, James Bay, that song, Let It Go. Have you ever watched the video that goes with it?
1: No, I don't think so.
4: The, the song itself is about basically facing problems, facing different opinions and agreements, and just moving on. Like, just let me be myself. If we don't agree, that's fine, but just move on. And uh, I've been thinking about that song a lot lately. It's one of my favorites.
1: Well, uh, so, I think that's a good thing to keep in mind. Yeah. Can you play a piece of it? I'll see if I can find it. Always a pleasure, my friend. Well, you have a good day. I bet. And uh, let's take another call here. Good morning. You're next on WBSM.
0: Good morning, Jim. What's on your mind? So, nip bottles, uh, I find it interesting. I, I agree with you about the litter and, you know, the government, whether it be local government, the mayor, trying to... You know, put some things in place to, uh, you know, reduce the amount of litter and the unsightliness of it. But just a couple of things. I was on the vineyard last week. You know, you can't buy a water bottle. The single twelve ounce water bottles on the vineyard totally banned. Yeah. Um, well, uh, from you know, uh, and I and I and I believe that has to do with litter as well and the impact that the plastic bottles where they end up and the impact that they have on the environment. Uh, you know, as I drive around town, I see Dunkin' Donuts stuff, or, you know, I don't want to just say Dunkin' Donuts, but the drive-thru type stuff. Sure. Everywhere. I just, plastic bags, you go to Walmart, they're charging you now uh, a fee. You go to Trukey's, you get pla- a paper. You go to Fairhaven you know, or Dartmouth, you can still get plastic, but they're charging you. It is kind of a shame that the government has to step in and... And and try or put these rules in place to reduce the harm, or at least, you know, the the harm that litter does to our communities. Uh, I, I, I'm not saying I always agree with you. I'm not saying I always don't. But the piece where you said that people just don't take pride in where they live, uh, I, I think that's the root cause of this. Yeah. Uh, and it's hard to defend also the people that say, what about the needles? That's hard to defend. It's absolutely right, you know, that the needles, you know, you don't see anybody wanting to ban those, at least in the government anyway. Um, but it, it, it's a point where it's it's unfortunate that the government, of all people, have to step in and teach us some type of, I, I don't know, it ethics, I'm not sure, but to take care of where we live. Uh, it's unfortunate. Yeah. I mean, and, it, it, and where does it stop, you know? We could ban all this truth type of articles that lead to litter. I don't know. I don't know. Interesting
1: topic, though. All right. Well, thank you for the call. All right. And, and I think that that's a, a great point is that, you know, if you depend on the government to take care of it for you, you're not really learning the lesson. You're just having somebody else clean up after you. That's what it is. You just want You just want the city government to be your mom and to come and clean your room for you because you can't be responsible enough to do it on your own. You're next on WBSM.
5: Hi, Tim. It's Catherine. Good Good morning. morning. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Doing all right. Good. Um, I just wanted to uh, say uh, today that um, for people interested that there'll be the petition signing to get a question on the ballot about some some term limits for city council uh, at Market Basket today from 1 to 5.
1: And and I believe you said yesterday that you're about a, a about a thousand away from where you need to be comfortable. Uh well, uh
5: we've got about 2650 now. So yeah, that's right. That's right, about a thousand.
1: Cuz I know you said you wanted to have like 4 or 500 over what you needed. Right. Right. Yep, so that's about right. You're right. And and so if if somebody wanted to take up the responsibility of starting to get a starting a petition to maybe get a question on the ballot regarding this nip bottle ban, what words would you give them of, uh, of encouragement for wanting to take that up and, 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 and lead that charge?
5: <laughs> Where to begin? That's quite the question. Um, uh, they should go to uh, the election office at City Hall and talk with uh, Manny Brito
1: and then he can kind of point them in the right direction. I mean, would you say though, I mean, as someone who started this on the outset looking at the number of signatures you had to get but now looking at how many you've gotten so far, mm-hmm. would you, would you say that, you know, it's 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 something that is doable in in a, in the amount of time that's left, do you think somebody could go out and get what they needed for such I a think, controversial issue? I think
5: it's I think it's doable.
1: Yes. Yeah, I mean, I mean, no no, no offense to your effort at all. But I think it's going to be easier to get people to sign a, a petition about a nip bottle ban than something political. Uh, possibly. Possibly. I, I just think more uh, people more people are going to care about that issue than I think, you know, people who are like, ah, don't pay attention to politics, which I'm sure you're hearing some of that from some people while you're out there.
5: Oh, I do hear some of that. Uh, I hear lots of different things. That, that's one of them. Uh, some of them are much more encouraging. Um, so, you know, I think if people... Believe in something that they should try
1: it. Go for it. All right. Well, thank you for the uh, for the advice for anybody out there that's thinking about doing it. Thank you. You have a good Bye. day. And, and see, but that is, that proves that it can be done. And I, I'm not trying to belittle their effort at all. I, I support their effort. I think that what it is, and I, by the way, you can support their effort without supporting the idea of term limits for city councilors themselves. You can support the idea of just having the people have their voice heard on it. Just saying this is something that should be put out to the voters and let the voters decide. And this effort is to get it in front of the voters. But I I did not mean to be disrespectful to that effort at all by saying, I think more people would would sign for the nip bottle ban. I think that the, the reason for that is because More, it affects people in a different way because people who think, all right, well, they're coming after my nip bottles now. I don't really drink that much. I don't really buy nips. so That's not a problem. But what's next? They're going to come after my single-use water bottles. I don't want to give those up. They already took away my plastic bags. So I think those folks would get motivated to want to sign, I think you've got people that do buy nips that would be motivated to sign. You've got people who probably were menthol cigarette smokers and remember that and say, "Well, I don't want that to happen too." And again, I know it sounds hypocritical of me to say that I'm against a nip bottle ban, but I was for the menthol cigarette ban. But I don't think the difference is I think you can use nip bottles responsibly. I don't think there's anything responsible about smoking a menthol cigarette. For you or for others. And you can consume all the nips you want. As long as you don't get behind the wheel of a car, you're not impacting my life at all. But if you're smoking cigarettes, hey, I'm not a fan of cigarettes at all. Which I don't mind cigars and pipes, which is weird, but still, like, I, you can be for one and and against the other. But also, it should be put before people to decide. Not a three-person board. That, doesn't even have discussions about it before they ban it. 508-996-0500. Got to take a break. We'll be back in just a few moments. Uh, Send us a chat message, too, if that's easier for you. Just remember, too, if you're going to take part in that listener get-together, I want to know. Email me, Tim at WBSM.com, or send me an app chat message telling me that you will be there. And you know, when you want to buy something, buying Factory Direct always saves you money, right? Being able to buy it right from the factory and not involving a middleman always saves you some money. Well, that's how you can get yourself a new mattress from Beds factory outlet. They make them right there on Pope's Island in New Bedford, hand-sewn Right there. And so that means if you go there to buy one, you are buying direct from the factory. That's going to save you some money right off the bat. But also, you can save some more money by going to their website, whirlybeds.com, and when you go to their website, there's a coupon there to get $100 off your next mattress. So, it's as simple as just going on there, printing out the coupon, and bringing it with you when you go to buy your new mattress. Patrick and Martha and everybody over there at Whirly Beds is going to make sure that you get fitted for the perfect mattress for you, not just for size, but also for comfort level, for firmness, all of that, plus all the great options they have, like gel mattresses and keeping you cool keeping you warm, whatever it may be. So head on over to Whirly Beds Factory Outlet. It's on Pope, Pope's Island in New Bedford. They can make sure that you get set up for the best night's sleep possible, and you can save yourself $100 on your purchase by printing out that coupon at whirlybeds.com. All right, I do have to take one more break. Before I do that, we got a Snapchat message from Squetty in New Bedford who says, How does one know if they are registered? um and she said Catherine should say or you i'm assuming you mean if you know if you're a registered voter or not if you are not sure if your registration is is up to date you can call the new bedford election office the number is it's easy for me to remember 508-979-1420 so if you call over there and ask they'll be able to tell you if you were registered and if you're not you can get yourself registered in time for the election and registered in time to sign the petition if that's what you choose to do unfortunately there's no way for Catherine and those collecting the signatures to know uh, while they're there, so they have to just trust that people are, and that's why they have to get over that number so that they can get the right number of certified signatures. All right, I got to take my final break. Back in, a few. all right, that's gonna do it for me.